Why don't we begin? This is Fresh Hop Cinema. Hello and welcome to the podcast, everybody. This is Fresh Hop Cinema. This talking is Max Minardi and that looking gorgeous as ever is Johnny Summers. Hey, hey, hey. If you've never joined us on this wonderful journey we're about to have before, let me just tell you a couple things. First of all, we cover two craft beers and one movie each and every week. We try to stay current in both the craft beer and movie worlds. And this week is no exception. We're covering two beers given to us by our friend Cameron, very generously out of uh, different parts of Oregon that we'll get into later. We're also covering the 2019 film Shaft, uh, which we will talk about later. But most importantly, just want to say, if you haven't seen Shaft, because it's just opening weekend, we're seeing we're recording this on uh, Monday after opening weekend, we're not going to spoil it until the end of the show in what we call the Danger Zone. And we'll be like, hey guys, Danger Zone, spoiler alert for Shaft. That's how you know it's coming. So if you haven't seen that yet, don't worry. Again, not spoiling it till the end. But in the meantime, Johnny Summers, where can people find us if they want to get a hold of us and our beautiful faces? Freshhopcinema.com. Most importantly, you can find all of our cool stuff there. Also on Patreon if you want to support us and give us monies to make this show and buy beers and go to movies for as little as a dollar an episode, $4 a month. That's less than a cup of black coffee. I mean, come on, it's a bargain. You can't beat it. Also, social media-wise, if you want to keep up with Maxwell or myself, we're at Fresh Hop Cinema on the Twitters, Instagrams, and the Facebooks. We're also both on Untapped and Letterboxd for movie and beer reviews, if you ever want to go deeper into that. Uh, and you can just search Max Minardi if you want to follow his personal stuff, and I am Johnny Summers on Instagram. Done. Also, He's- on the Instagram note, the I wanted to shout this out once, because we don't... We just kind of glaze over the social media stuff, but I feel like you've really been killing it on our Instagram. Oh, thanks, man. Those photos that you showed me before we started are just great. Thanks. Um, for a long, like, a, not a long time ago, I'd say, when do you think we got that box? I don't know. Six we ordered months? it, like, a few months ago, and then you didn't let me play with it. Right. So, like, we <laughs> ordered this photo box because we were going to do a better job taking photos of our beers. Yeah. And then we did it for a couple weeks. I did it, and then I got overwhelmed because I started making the website. Um, and then we didn't do it for, like, two months, and now Johnny has it at his, at his house. And the photos are profesh as F. That's right. They look great. So they're, go look at them. Thanks, man. They're coming at you. Leave them a nice comment. Yeah, that's they right. They look, they look really stellar. I, I appreciate it. I figured, you know, it was professional-ish podcast. Yeah, yeah sure. We gotta, <laughs> gotta look a little like we know what we're doing. Yeah. Plus, also, there's yeah. so many cool beer labels in the world. They, like, really deserve a yeah, cool dude. picture. Like, even if it's just one. It just take a picture. Yeah, because like so often you'll we've done we did this in the past for a lot. Of, like we make collages for every episode, which don't always show up on. Um, I know they don't show up on Apple Podcasts. I don't know about other ones, but they do show up. Like if you listen on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. you can see and we usually put a collage featuring our two beers, a movie, and then like our logo. Yeah. And sometimes you look up the beers and it's like just some dude is like holding his hand out in his dirty kitchen, mm-hmm. and it's like terribly lit. And like I guess we have to use that. Yeah, his feet are in the picture. It's yeah. very awkward. Or like we'll get a, just a label, but it's nice to have like a properly framed and lit photo yeah. of the beer can sometimes in the glass if i keep this up breweries are gonna pay me for those pictures they might as well they should uh what was i gonna say oh also i just want to say that was probably the most succinct until i took us on that tangent intro that we've done that That's felt right. very profesh and it felt only right to talk about the profeshness of the pictures we're so profesh, profesh this dude. is this is the part of the show where we stroke our own egos it's great it's amazing let's talk about ourselves some more and how sure. great we are uh oh that's the other part of our show if you never heard we get to hot and bothered <laughs> later on uh we talk about how great we are and I didn't make notes again this week. I've had a crazy week, which incidentally I will talk about during Hot and Bothered if I don't forget because I don't have notes. Yeah. So 
That's most of the show. Oh, do you have a flick pick this week that we'll get to? I have not had time to watch Dude, a single movie. I haven't movie. either. It's All like right. we're going like we both have one that we love or it's like, nope, nothing. Yeah. Well, this week, this last weekend was was Father's Day yes. and I was chock full. And then last week, it's it was one of those uh, hottest weeks of the year so far. Mm-hmm. And I was super low energy after work. Yeah. I just get home from work and be like, I'm going to play video games and then we're going to watch whatever we're watching. Yes. And no. We live in Chico, California. I don't remember if I said that. Yeah. My address is no. Yeah. Uh, so if you're like, what's hot? Like 80, 80 degrees. I live in San Diego. You're no, yeah. we, it's 114 degrees is so hot. Yeah. Not exactly 114. We didn't hit 114. I think we did last year. Last, last year week, we did. I meant not last week. Not last week. No, right. no, but it's going to be like 106 tomorrow. Yep. So that's fun. But then I saw it cools down Wednesday, Thursday, like back to like 85 and then it shoots back to 90 something. Oh yeah. So not, not a cool streak, but not no, dying. Oh, I have a thing to plug before we get too deep into this. Go. If anyone's listening to this within a medium drive of Yuba city, hmm. I'm going to be out at new earth market, um, Wednesday, oh, out, nice, dude. drinking beers, doing like a promo thing for work. You're, you're promoting your own beer. Yeah. I'll festival. be out there like technically working, but it'd be fun to see some podcast people to come out. Yeah. Uh, we know at least a couple of people that live down that way. Yeah. So cool. Come out, say hi. Uh, I just, like their wood fire Wednesday thing. I'm not pimping it for them. It's more sure. just, yeah, you if you guys want to, I'll be at a place at a time. Well, fine. Then I will also plug something. Where are you going to be? I, so Saturday, the 22nd of June, that is, um, our, our next Saturday or this Saturday. Yeah. Um, I have two gigs here in town. First one, Sierra Nevada hop yard. It's a great time on Saturday, on Saturday, nice. f- uh, four ish, okay. four o'clock ish. Um, so if you are into that, it's all ages, bring your kids, come have a beer. You can bring your dogs as well. I think they're a pretty, uh, all-inclusive type outdoor venue. It's a, it's a good time. But if you're like four o'clock, I'm still, I'm still asleep. I had a crazy night partying on Friday. I got you. Cause I'm also playing at LaSalle's that night solo. Uh, my friend and drummer Rob will not be there. Um, playing 10 to midnight. So come keep me company. I'm bringing a bongo. Bring, bring out bongo. Yeah. I haven't heard the word bongo. That's a, that's a great one for, uh, what was it? Auditory satiation or whatever. Satiation. Uh, I can't think of the first word. It's not auditory, but, um, vehicular. Uh, no, <laughs> um, uh, the, the, anyways, the phenomenon where you say a word over and over and then it starts to sound like nothing. Yeah. We just talked about that a lot on our bonus content for Patreon. Uh, so anyways, so sweet, go out and see Max this weekend in Chico. And if you're lucky, you might just see me too. Yeah. I personally like the hop yard quite a bit. I if do you, too. If you haven't been there to check it out, it's a really cool place to just grab a beer and chill and yep. uh, happy bonus. Max will be there. Yeah. And it's like, it's like beat the lines inside. They did remodel the inside of the tap room, but it's still, if it's crowded, you're going to be waiting for a little while. And if you're just coming for a beer, go outside. They just go had a nature. pretty big show there. It was their Moonlight series. Yes. Are they going to leave that stage up? No. That'd be so cool. No, I can't. I would feel so weird, like. By yourself? Just because it's not like, they were charging like 20 bucks a ticket, and I'm sure it was packed. And like, don't get me wrong, it's a good time, but it's mellow. Yeah, but it's a dope stage. Dope stage. I would be, why wouldn't they leave it up if they're going to have concerts there every week? I just think the scale is different. <laughs> like, it's just me versus, like, that couple different bands. It'd be like you coming out, like, by yourself at Woodstock, and there's, like, eight yes. people there. Right. Like, hey, man. Like, all right. Cool stage, <laughs> but like, Hello, stop everybody. Flexing. Yeah. Four people like, hi, Max. My, one of my favorite things to do on stage is, like, when one or two people clap, or even if a lot of people clap, but it's a small room, I'll just be like, thank you. Like, I'm trying to get, <laughs> just heard get all millions of fans. <laughs> You in the back by the porta potties. Yeah. Nobody I, thinks it's funny. I think it's funny. I so think, I do it. That's pretty funny. Yeah. We're motivated by our own. Ah, uh, yes, we are. It's what propels us. Sure. Yeah. Speaking of that, I'm thirsty. Yeah, we should drink this beer, eh? What beer? This beer. What is it? This one right in front of me. It's called Little Juice Smoothie. It's from Three Magnets Brewing. Sounds like a stout. Uh, it's not. <laughs> 
This is a hazy IPA. They double dry hopped it with some Citra, Mosaic, and El Dorado hops. Damn right they did. And this is one of a very vast array of rotating series type beers. I've seen a bunch of different versions of this uh, with like kind of the same label. Yes. So this one is is that, what we happen to be drinking with those hops, and it's 6.8% alcohol, and it's made in Oregon, obviously. Sure. Where is Three Magnets, you ask? We did one of their beers. It's not uh, in Oregon. Is it not in Oregon? No, it's in Olympia, Washington. Oh, that's true. That was yeah. a pop quiz. Uh, yeah, which is dumb because we just did one. Uh, we did their Coffee Tompkins yeah. uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, all right, so I apologize to, uh, to you, listeners, uh, to you, Johnny, for lying at the beginning. And Cameron, I, you may have – actually, I think you did buy this in Oregon. My mistake, it is not made in Oregon. I apologize on the record. Okay. <laughs> Uh, have you tasted it yet? I have sipped it, and it smells like like berries. It's it's definitely got like a weird like fruitiness on the nose. Yeah, it's um. I I didn't actually take it. Mine was pretty full, so I couldn't get my nose in there. But I did taste it, and it wasn't quite as juicy as I was expecting, which is good because I think it does kind of let the hops come through. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely a lot of the mosaic for me. Yeah, it's super mellow. It's really uh, the first word that comes to mind is flat. But not in a bad way. In a carbonation way, though. No. Okay. In a just overall, like maybe flat's the wrong word. Like all the flavors, like are spread out. Like even, maybe. Yeah. Like it's all just spread out evenly. Like you'd have a deck of cards and you just spread it all out on the table, and then they're skinny, but it's still a whole deck. I like that. I like that metaphor. Yeah, it's nice. Um, I agree. I think it is pretty well balanced all the way across. You're not getting too much of anything. Um, it, it's a lot subtler. When you read that, when I read that, and yeah. then double dry hopping with all those things, I'm mm-hmm. like, this is going to be a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think I couldn't find this on their website. They have a pretty regularly rotating uh, beer menu, as you pointed out. Mm-hmm. So I found their untapped profile for this, and I'm not sure if it's from the brewery or if this is a user profile, but I'm going to read it anyways because I want to. Do it. It says four ounces of hand-squeezed orange juice plus a little juice IPA. Nope. No fruit was harmed in the making of this beer. Not a carbonated screwdriver, just beer, a bitter IPA like an IPA should be, hazy version of a little juice IPA that starts with intense aromas of tropical fruit in the nose, followed by notes of dry citrus flavors that mingle with a touch of soft maltiness. And I think that's pretty spot on. Um, I don't think we've said yet how strong this beer is. I did. 6.8. Did you say that? Yep. Damn it. It's okay. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I like it, man. I do too. It's, it's, it's unassuming. I thought this was going to be super crazy hot bomb with, yeah. with the double dry hopping. And it really, it lent itself to kind of a softness, yeah. which I like. This beer's really, it's like soft serve. It's just cleansing and mm. like kind of soft on the palate. It's smooth. Yeah. It's not, doesn't have any rough edges. This It's like a smoothie. So you know, you know that scene in Shaft? I just realized how it's ironic so it was. No, it's perfect. I thought you did it on purpose. I didn't. Okay. There's a scene in Shaft where the main character is like, it's like a recurring thing. He's like, I don't like guns. And then at one point he uses a gun. And it's like, whoa, whoa, spoiler good. alert. It's fine, dude. The point I'm trying God. to make is I think this beer's like that. Yeah. Like it's not walking in trying to flex, but then it's confident enough. And it's got that backbone that if it does have to show off, you could find pieces of this to be like impressive. I'm yeah. into this. I think, I think, um, when you look for those hop flavors, I think they kind of emerge, but they're not like, wow, look at me. Totally. Um, so I think that's a very admirable quality in a beer. I think this is drinkable. It's quaffable. It's effervescent enough. And it's not too uh, too juicy. Yeah, it has a pleasant creaminess to it, but it really isn't too sweet. And that's number one complaint for me with these beers, these these hazy beers, is yeah. that if they're too sweet and they just hide behind 
being orange juicy. Yep. That it's not beer anymore. And yep. I want it to taste a little like beer. So this definitely accomplishes that. I'm I'm very impressed. I am I, too. I, I like this a lot. Uh did we decide how old this beer is? Okay. Oh man. Nope. Julian dating. Not for me. Not doing that right now. Although I should probably get better. Is it orange Julian dating? Nicely done. That's like a second. There's one off air. You're killing it today. I got the smoothie puns, dog. (laughs) That's really good. No, this beer is pretty bomb. I'm going to go ahead and say I I like it a lot. Do you love it? Um, I, for what it is, I do. Okay. Yeah. I love it as this style. I should point out you're pouring more for yourself. Yeah. That's, I mean, that doesn't always happen. It's good. So that's worth noting. Yeah, it's good. Um, the other, the other week we had, actually you ended up taking it home. Uh, mm, what the morning wood morning wood yeah the barrel ages morning wood that was funky buddha shout out so i went to clean up our desk today um because i haven't been home like in a week um and there was like like a ring like i guess we must have spilled a little bit over one of the glasses and it it looked wet but it was just dry it was like dry like just slick, like an oil slick and i got a cloth or a paper towel and i like wiped it and just immediately the whole room smelled like maple it's so like, good man, that's a wild beer that one was I was so impressed with that beer. Yeah, really also, good. shout out to Funky Buddha. They liked everything I posted on social media. And uh, jumping back to bonus content, they're in Florida. Dope. Which, uh, again, like uh, you've heard my thoughts. I don't want to go to Florida, but yeah. knowing they're there, I'd go. Yeah. They are in Florida. Oakland Park, yeah, Florida. Oakland Park, that's right. Yep. So anyways, back to this. Yeah. Back to Three Magnets. This beer is pretty damn good. You really like it. I really like it. Okay. I don't love it. Not crazy about it. I'm not gonna drive up there just to get this. Agreed. But they've got solid beers. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I don't know. I might go up to try some of their beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I really like it as well. I think a little bit less than you. Yeah. Just based on uh, trying to read your energy here. Um, I'm a little underwhelmed by the nose. Like there is some of that. I was gonna say, um, like a melon kind of smell, or like even even kind of mangoey sort of thing. Um, but. For a beer that is as good as this one is and is trying to be and could be, um, I'm going to analyze it just a little bit more. So mm-hmm. I think the nose is a little bit lacking. The mouthfeel, it is creamy and full, but it kind of leaves me with the carbonation. There's not enough there to like really wow me. I think for as light and low alcohol as this is, I want it to be a little bit lighter. Six, eight is yeah. low? I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. It's not low, low, but like for a for a juice bomb of an IPA or what could be like, I wouldn't be surprised if like, yeah, 8.5. It's a single IPA. If it was like a, a right. double, maybe. I just yeah. think the flavors that could be there, I, I just need a little bit more zest. That's fair. A little bit more. Ooh. A little more punchiness. Yeah. Um, so it's good. A little um, more pizzazz. Yeah, a little zazz. A little zazz or pizzazz. Zazz it up, guys. But it's good. Like, it's it's a super solid beer. I'm so stoked that we're drinking it because I've had many an IPA worse than this. Definitely. No, for sure. Uh, you know, um, this this beer, this feels like a 7.9. I was going to say 7.5. Yeah. So. Pretty well done. Yeah, just on the cusp of potential greatness there. Almost yep. an eight for you. Oh, it's right there. Yeah. If it was 20% more bitter, and like you said, just a little punchiness, it just needs that little more oomph. Yeah. It needs some more pizzazz. Yeah. But it's right there, though. It's still killer. I mean, I wouldn't kick it out of bed for eating crackers or what? drinking beer. Those are very, yeah. I don't know. Eating crackers in bed, man. That's, ugh. Yeah. I mean, hey, I might actually, if this beer was eating crackers in bed, you kick it out. I might. You, that's like a, it's that's a bad thing. That's somebody that's just like is reckless with their life. You can't do that. You're taking you're taking risks. Granted, I would actually put having cats in a bed as a higher as a higher grievance than that, which is something that you do. Not no, we don't. Do. Oh, you stopped it. Yeah, we talked about that because you got the hair in your eye. Yeah, multiple. God, that's so gross. It yeah, makes, it makes me cringe. It made me cringe. I think that would actually kill me. It's like, I need to stop this madness. Yeah, like um, with my allergies, I think if a cat hair got into my eyeball, immediate sinus I'm, I'm infection. Dead. Yeah, 
You'd wake up with, dead. yeah, you would need like a penicillin shot to get over that sinus infection. Yeah. My ultimate nightmare, I guess, then is like coming home to Gianna in bed, like feeding all three of our cats crackers. <laughs> just like, <laughs> good kitten. I'm just like, I gotta go. This is, we're done. Uh, uh, I'm taking Rhaegar and leaving. I'm gonna have that nightmare tonight. It's a bear, now it's in my subconscious. It's just gonna like come out of nowhere. And then suddenly she's covered in fur. Sure, she is a cat. She's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Look, let's put let's put little juice smoothie from Three Magnets to bed. Yeah, I don't think I've had a, a bad beer from from Three Magnets. No, me neither. So let us let us tuck this baby into a cat and cracker free bed. Yes, uh, and move right along. All right, I think. Didn't Jared give us a Three Magnets beer that has oyster in it, and you won't drink it? Oh yeah, well, uh, shout out. Although I'm the one that criticized you for saying shout out after a name. If you say the name, you don't have to say shout out. Yeah. So excuse me. You're yeah. Um, Jared did. And he was, well, he offered, he texted me and he was like, Hey, do you guys want this for the show? And I said, I think I said something like, first of all, thank you. Second of all, that's disgusting. <laughs> no. And he's like, Oh yeah, you're my friend that doesn't like seafood. Uh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, obviously. So it's he gross so, to me. So he gave it to me. Did he? And he told me you have to get Max to try it. Dude, don't make me do this on the show. I'll, I'll try it. I'll try it. Actually, the only place you could get me to do is on this show. Exactly. So I feel like I have to keep science. up this. Uh, yeah. uh, I've had multiple oyster stouts, and the only thing you get is like a little brininess. Like if a beer, like a stout had salt in it. All right. Well. it's They're really not that bad. That being said, this one could taste like you're slurping down right. a raw oyster, Ugh. and you might throw up. So, Do you know what um, we just bought at the grocery store, Gianna and I did? It's they, not oysters. It's it? not oysters, though it's n- maybe not far from it. Tofurky? You know they no. What? No. <laughs> no. You know like Micheladas? Yeah. They have a mango one also. Okay. I think it's new. Yeah, the Bud Light. Uh this one was Oh my I don't think it was Bud Light. Okay. You're just saying that because you don't want to admit to buying a Budweiser product. No, I really don't think it was. Well, they make like the the Modelo ones. They the make Modelo, a bunch yeah. of different. So ones. like the Modelo has like the proper Michelada, but there's like another one. I think like a, a white version of it, and it might be by Light. Oh, is it in a black can? No, with uh, like. No, maybe it was. Is it still here? No. Okay. Well, anyways, it was like I don't really like those because mm-hmm. they're made not the Modelo ones, but whatever the one I'm talking about is made with like clamato. Okay. Which, if you can't put two and two together, is like clam tomato juice. Yeah. Gianna's like, it doesn't taste like clams, and I'm like, you like seafood, so you're not as sensitive to this. Mm-hmm. We were a little. I was a little bit drunk when we were at the grocery store, um, and I was like, oh, cool mango. Like, I'll try it. Maybe it tastes like those Mexican candies with like the you know the chili thing, like the tahini or the yeah, chili. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the ne- that was our plan. It was her last day of work. And we're like, you know, it's Thursday tomorrow. We're going to go out to brunch or we're going to make brunch at home. And we're going to drink in the morning. And I was like, cool, I'll drink this tomorrow. Woke up the next day and I looked at that can. It was like made with Clamato. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. And we almost got in a fight about it. Oh, really? Yeah. She was like, you said, you said we're going to have like a fun morning. And I was like, I know, but it's gross. It tastes like clams probably. And she's like, no, it doesn't. And I'm like, I can't trust you because you don't know. Your barometer's off. Yeah, it's off. And then uh, she'd poured us two glasses and like I was holding my glass because I was trying to convince myself to drink. I was like, I can't do it. And she was like, you're making this a big deal. You don't even have to drink. I was like, you know what? Fine. And I poured it out and I said, problem solved. Ooh. And then it was, it was like almost like it was like a real, like there was tension. That's an aggressive move. Yeah. I'm like the pour it out and the problem solved. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I said exactly problem solved. I was like, you know what? You're right. Sound be a lot cooler if you did. Yeah. Yeah. Can't so remember you, why that came out. So oh, you, clams. So you didn't even taste it. No. Okay. And I probably should have. Yeah. Because maybe it doesn't taste like oysters. It might. Or clams. Not. Yeah. But the idea that it might is so disgusting to me that I, I won't do it, I don't think. I just don't like the tomatoiness, but the fact that there's even a product that is tomato and clam juice together, yeah, I, don't know. 
I think it, it's mainly because it adds like that brininess. Which you just want, you just want beer and clam juice. <laughs> like scratch the tomato, just clam juice and a beer. Oh, are you considering it? That might not be bad. Oh, God. Because I don't mind oysters. I've asked oyster shooters are like the best thing in the world. Yeah, people like those. Go to sushi and get those with sake. Oh, I, I so know good. that I'm missing out. I like this isn't news to me. I know that by not liking seafood, I'm missing out on some great stuff. If you like those things, we just had sushi last night. And sure, you would have loved it because mm. we get avocado rolls. I hate the seaweed. Is there seaweed on it? Yeah, no, I'm out. Mm. Seaweed's gross, dude. Seaweed's, it's all gross. Mm. Yeah, well, but you know, going back to Master Chef from earlier when we were off air. Yeah, uh, it's like making me want to try stuff. Like they're like this. This I can't even use the words they use, but like this type of salmon shallots. No, no. Those, those are vegetables. Those scallops. Scallops. I, I knew what you're talking about. But no, I don't care. I don't want to try any of it. It's gross. I realized watching MasterChef the other day that I've never cooked scallops. And I try to be a man of the They're world. They're hard to cook, apparently. I've heard. Yeah, just from the show. Yep. You get ripped apart. You go home on a bad rubbery shallot. Yes. Or uh, scallop. Sure. Yeah. Maybe a shallot, too. I didn't too. catch it. What is yep. a shallot? Shallot's like an onion. It's like a little bulb. I don't know? like those either. Maybe I do. Maybe yeah. we'll make them with scallops. People do. Make it a scallop shallot. Yeah, a scallop shallot. Scallop shallot. Listen, man, here's what I want to talk about real quick. You're going to try that I don't oyster ha- stout. Yeah, I'll try it. <laughs> you heard it. You <laughs> said this. it. Yeah, I'll do it. I don't care. Um, Black Mirror has a new season. John is going to be so pissed when you try the oyster stout. I'll just get another one of the mango clamato things. All right. And just we'll do them side by side. Ooh. Mix them. Ugh. I don't, yeah. Whatever. Black Mirror, new season. Okay. I don't have a movie this week for my flick pick, but I do want to say. That I've been watching that. There's three new episodes. And they're all an hour plus. Yeah, which is like kind of standard for Black Mirror. Well, I've watched some that are shorter, so. Yeah, okay. Um, but I watched two out of three. I'm going to watch the third one hopefully tonight. Okay. Um, but if you're a Black Mirror fan, like it was kind of under the radar for me. Like I wasn't even, you know, when something new is on Netflix, they're like, check this out. It's brand new. Not the case hmm. for this. So I think you were just busy that week because it was all over was my it? homepage. Okay. It well, was like in the thing where you click it and it just starts playing like. You yeah, on right, Netflix. Right. All right. So that's my Black Mirror theme impression. Yep. If you're like me, you didn't see it and you like Black Mirror, go check it out. It's available on Netflix. All right. Do you have anything you'd like to plug that you've watched? Um, I have not also watched movies, but we just recently started a not new series, but it's new to me. Go. Uh, it's called Community. I've heard of this. And it's very good. Uh, comedy? Horror? A drama? Uh, comedy in the same vein as A Good Place or Parks and Rec or The Office. Okay. Very feel-good uh, montage cast. Not montage cast. What do they call that one? Uh, it's a ensemble. Ensemble cast. Thank you. You've got uh, your Chevy Chase, your uh, Ken Jong, funny Who? comedian. Oh, the guy from The Hangover. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Brie Allison? Allison Brie? Allison Brie. Allison Brie's in it. She's great. And then um, the main character is the guy... Who's had? He used to have a show on E. He used to host Talk Soup. No, I was just saying Mario Lopez, but that's probably not right. No, but anyways, you'd, you'd recognize Maria Menounos. Menounos, say that name. No, uh, but it's a very good show. There's uh, oh, and also Donald Glover, one of the main characters. Donald Be- Glover, got it. Better yeah. known as Childish Gambino. Exactly. I always have to be like, because Danny and Donald are so close in my brain, they're almost the same. Yeah. So. Like, if I don't take a minute to pause, I will confuse them. Yeah, but it's got, like, young Donald Glover doing some- Danny Glover or Donald Glover? Donald Glover, the rapper. God, I just did it. I didn't yeah. mean to. Like, next week we're doing uh, The Dead Don't Die. I think it's next week. I think so. And and, and Danny Glover's in that. Yes. And he's got, like, this is a voice, right? Like, he's got Re- to finish. And that's the only way I can distinguish. Like, I, in my brain, I go, okay, Danny, Donald. Danny voice, Donald voice. Okay, Danny voice. And then I got it. Dan- I have to do that every yeah. time. 
I'll just start referring to him as Gambino. Yeah, childish. that'd be better. Gambino, comma, childish. You say Childish Glover. Childish Glover? Uh, and then you could say Old Man Glover. Childish Glover. Yeah. I like that. That works for me. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. it's got a young Childish Glover in it, uh, and he's hilarious and awkward and plays this great character. Uh, the, it's created by Dan Harmon. Uh, you'll know him from a bunch of different stuff okay. that I can't remember because we don't have notes, but it's fine. Sure. He's made some other stuff too, but sure. okay. basically if you like The Office, if you like Scrubs, if you like those... Just those core, those comedies where there's like a core group of people just mm-hmm. going through different stuff. It's really good. It's well written. Uh, after episode two, I was hooked. Episode one, the pilot kind of was like, all right, this has potential. Yeah. Uh, and episode two, it, it got me. And they just go through some ridiculous stuff. And I mean, I grew up loving Seinfeld, and this scratches that kind of itch. Like the, yeah, the totally. dialogue is so snappily written, it's very satisfying. Yeah. I like it a where, lot. Where can people watch it? I'm streaming it right now on Hulu. That's what I was going to guess. So okay. I'm not sure what other streaming platforms it's available on, but if you have Hulu, for sure check yeah. it out. Yeah, uh, Community. Community. Love it. Yeah. Um, while you were talking, it reminded me of something. I have one last one before we go to break. I've just I've known about it, but I've just now discovered Key and Peele. Oh, I've really? I've never watched it. I knew it existed. Oh, it's so good. Like, I knew who both of those guys were. Like, I've seen Keegan-Michael Key. Um most most ish recently in a Mike Birbiglia film, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously Jordan Peele has been busy on the writing and directing front with yeah. us and with um, Get Out. Yeah, and, and it just came up I think on Hulu as well. And the sh- the format of the show is if you haven't seen it, is like they do sketch comedy bits and yeah. then they also do like live uh, things. So they'll have like a live audience that'll cut away to a to a scene basically. Okay. And the one that really got me hooked was, and I think it's like episode three of season one, and it's called um, Das Negros, which I hope is okay to say. I'm not sure. Somebody tell me if I can't say that. I think you can. You're fine. Yeah. I'm just trying to reference it here. But there's like, basically, they start their monologue with talking about how, basically talking about their opposing views on Africa. And I feel like they'd ever want to go. And then all of the ensuing skits deal with racism in in a funny and like cringy way. Okay. Like there's one, have you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. There's one where they're um, like basically as slaves being auctioned off. And they're <laughs> yes. on like these two blocks, like B and C. And there's A, who increasingly becomes like a less and less. It feels so gross to say, like a less desirable dude. Yeah, like you, you. There, the joke is like no slave buyer would want to buy these uh, slaves on yeah. A. And then they're like, if I was, I would cause the most revolts. And by the end, they're like. I'd be a great slave. Like, and it's so cringy and, and, but I don't know. It's so funny if you're uh, into that and you understand it in the context of the show. Yeah. They, they were very known for their super edgy takes on stuff, which I loved. They pushed, they pushed boundaries. They pushed boundaries like SNL used to push boundaries as far as, you know, politics and race and just stuff like that. But they're also, you know, it's two black men. So they right, have, like the context is there. Yeah, like, it's yeah. a great point of view yes. to write a sketch comedy from. So yeah, if it's a classic at this point, and I'm stoked you're finally watching it. Yeah, it's it. like a bunch of seasons. Dude, it's so it's content for days. Yeah. Like if you don't know what to watch and you've never watched Key and Peele, yeah. a it's force so sure. funny. It's really good. Uh, and then you yeah. have so much more respect for you know what they're doing now. Oh, sure. Like coming from that, like, oh, you had success. Oh, wow. And you're just so talented yeah. at many things. Those guys are killing the game. Yeah. Okay. So good work. Black Mirror, Community, Key and Peele. Great stuff to watch if you're into shows. That's right. You want to jump to a break? Let's jump to a break. We'll be right back. We're going to talk Shaft. No spoilers. Stick around. Guys, if you haven't been to the handlebar here in Chico, you really ought to. They got a happy hour, seven days a week. 
2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Dollar off all their drafty crafty beers, which is all I care about, really, because that's what I'm here for. I'm here for the craft beers. They got all sorts of deals, though. Johnny, tell me more. Yeah, during happy hour, you can also get, I think, $5 cocktails. You can also get a half off any bottle of wine, which is a screaming deal. You can also get yourself a pint of pretzels with some mustard, which is my go-to appetizer with some delicious craft beer. Again, that's the handlebar here in Chico, 2070 East 20th Street. Go check them out. Hi, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking for... Chef. Mm-hmm. Who's asking? John Chef Jr., your son. My son? Jr.? Yeah. You know, they say that cat Shaft is a bad mother... Shut your mouth. Ignore him. He thinks he's a black James Bond. That dude was real. He think he was me. If you go pursue this investigation, I'm going to have to babysit your ass. Damn! Oh, look at here! How long has it been? Hmm, never long enough. Lady Syphilis, Madam Chlamydia, it's lovely to meet you both. That's Junior's mama. She'll look better. Please tell me that you did not get our son involved in your bullshit. What is wrong with you? You picked up a bat. You can't beat up a woman. Why not? Because she's a woman. That's like misogynistic. You the one being misogynistic. I ain't mentioned her gender. Okay. I'm an equal opportunity ass whooper. You okay? Yeah. Boy, back in the day, we didn't need guns. All we needed was our bare knuckle. Damn, Grandpa. Oh, you can't be too prepared. Let me get mine. Damn, you back here having a knife fight? Oh, hell no, I shot him. You damn right. What's up? Johnny, as you know, that's a trailer for Shaft. I know. I played it from my phone. The 2019 film, which is actually the third uh, feature-length film in this we'll call series, uh, which I'm sure we'll get into uh, as this conversation continues. Off the bat, I want to say, if you don't know, this film was directed by Tim Story, uh, written by Kenya Barris, Alex Barno, and a couple other folks that we may talk about later, depending on if we want to. Stars Samuel L. Jackson reprising his role as John Shaft, Shaft Jr. Technically, uh, then Jesse T. Usher plays the newest, uh, newest Shaft. We're gonna, I'm in the feeling we're gonna say Shaft a lot. He got that new, new Shaft. Uh, they call him Junior, and then they call him. In JJ. case you've avoided, yeah, JJ or Junior. In case you've avoided um, trailers, which I think is a good idea for this movie. I'm not gonna say uh, a couple other things, but I will point out Regina Hall is in this. Alexander Ship is in this. She was most recently on this podcast with. Dark Phoenix, she plays Storm, mm-hmm. and probably other stuff uh, that I just don't know. Do you think of anything else she was in? Off the Teeth? Yeah. No. Yeah, me neither. No. Um, this came out um, Dreams? Oh, my God. <laughs> this came out June 14th. Runs an hour and 51 minutes long. It's rated R for language violence. Uh, I think one female nipple. One nipple. I believe. Um, and as of the 16th of June, it's made 8.9, is that right, million dollars? That seems low, doesn't it? I don't know. 
Well, last well, week, Dark Phoenix was like $32 million, and I was like, that's pretty good. And you're like, no, that's really bad because of, because of well, maybe it's because it was a $200 million movie. Yeah, exactly. It was bad for an X-Men movie. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. It's all relative, dog. Okay. Well, in any case, those are the cold, hard facts. But what I don't know, Johnny, is how you felt about this movie. When did you see it, first of all? I saw this last night, which was Sunday evening. Wonderful night to see a movie. It was. It was Father's Day. The movies were very packed. It warmed my heart to see families with children enjoying cinema. I was going to say, this movie, I was like, I don't know about, uh, no, I don't know about no, that. No, they were there to see, you know, there was like Aladdin. There was a couple other family yeah. movies. I think Secret Life of Pets 2 is out. Oh, yeah. So there's, there's some good family flicks to check out with the old pop. Uh, but it was cool. There's a ton of families out, and that it made me happy because a lot of my happiest memories from childhood and growing up were going to the movies with my dad. Sure. Did so. you go to the movies with your dad yesterday? Nope. Went alone. Okay. But well, also, I thought, thought it up a little bit. I thought about him while I was there. You I know, can't. yeah, it's touched. Uh, no, and uh, good viewing experience. Good. Uh, really good audience. Great crowd. Not too crowded. And yeah, watch this movie. I had mixed feelings initially, but it was because I was probably just trying to um, analyze it a little too much because I'm like, I just had so much fun. Mm. And it's like, wait. It is one of those movies. Like, how do you, it's a, how to deter, here we go. I'm going to interrupt you. That's, first of all, yeah, you interrupt, then you stutter. That's I know. karma. Cause it's like, it's one thinking, of those movies yeah. where you watch it and you're trying to watch it critically, but then you're like, but it, it's not taking itself seriously. Like it knows it's silly. It knows it's cheesy. It knows it's an over the top action movie with, you know, some of the, the tropes that they fall into. But like for me, they pulled it off and it was just fun. Like I had a good time. It was enjoyable. I really liked this movie overall. Okay. Now, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to kind of elaborate on what you were saying. Um, Is that it is one of those movies that, depending on how you view it, is going to, or depending on the lens you want to look at it through, it's going to determine a lot about how you feel about it. Yeah. So on one hand, there is stuff to analyze here, and I'm sure I will get into that, particularly like with my critiques of this movie, because I think Mm -hmm. you have to. But also, if you are somebody who just goes in just to watch a movie, this this is pretty entertaining. Yeah. I think um, the action sequences are fun. I think there are some legitimately funny lines in this movie. Yes. Um, but to some extent what you're saying, the plot's kind of predictable. Um, yeah. it's sort of just the, uh, the vehicle for these characters to, and these actors to kind of, uh, project themselves onto. And I think it works fine. I really liked when the plot was moved forward by JJ, John Jr. Mm-hmm. And Samuel L. Jackson's shaft, sure. John, John shaft. Uh, I really liked their relationship and their, um, interaction yeah you know that when it was driven by their dichotomy of just two completely different worldviews one very old school and very different and one right. very modern uh and you said some would say maybe a little more intelligent but at least just with a different view on the world and then seeing them exist in the same universe and try and kind of navigate each other's nuance i thought that was some of the most engaging uh parts of this film agreed i also want to say i, I Forgot this. I don't know how, but if you haven't seen this movie or you don't know what it's about or have never heard of it, um, Shaft is historically a detective. This is again the third iteration. Yep, started um, out as a cop. Yeah, and JJ works for the uh, for the FBI as a data analyst and um, basically discovers some type of um, not corruption. That's not, but like a a criminal under underworld in in Harlem that he wants to get to the bottom to that was caused by um, uh, some trauma in his life, and he's like, this doesn't seem exactly how I thought it would be. So I'm going to get to the bottom of this mm-hmm. basically. And that's how the movie plays out. And, and kind of what you're saying, like th- the movie is, is 
propelled forward by father and son dynamic yeah. and sort of these two different schools of thought. Like JJ is very much like, uh, by the book and sort of nerdy and, and young and, and Samuel L. Jackson is Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, um, exactly. With, a, with like a suave detective spin. And I think it works really well. Yeah. I liked a lot of the writing. I liked the humor. Uh, one thing I will say about this movie, if you are interested in seeing it, it will serve you immensely to avoid trailers at all costs. Yeah. Some of the best punchlines. I hate when this happens. Really were ruined by the trailers. If there were, I can think of four things that weren't in the trailer that were in the movie mm-hmm. that, that would have been great punchlines or great jokes or great gags or whatever you want to call them. So just you're saying a, that were in the trailers that were in the oh, trailer. Gotcha. So yeah, avoid those and then go in and just enjoy it. But yeah, I loved the humor. Some of it was so cheesy, but mm-hmm. like, you know what? We're here for kind of a cheesy good time, you know? Yeah. It knew what it was. I think that's mostly true. I think I agree with you most, yeah. mostly. Um, well, what did you think? Yeah, I think, um, well, like some of my, critiques come from like um sort of the brand of humor like they do kind of pull a lot from the original mm-hmm. films like same some of the same uh vibe and sort of feel in general um there's a particular bit that i think doesn't work super well um it has to do with um a name of a group that is like played off as like super super gay which is like kind of lame and I, I feel like sorry they're framing it as being like lame and weird and like ah like these tough guys shouldn't they seem gay how crazy is that and then like Some of the guys do seem kind of gay and that's a joke. Um, And that goes on longer than I thought was funny. Mm -hmm. Um, It just, I don't think that really fits um, into kind of the rest of the movie Um, because I think that's one of the only things that we would call um, probably incorrect (laughs) where that is not ever solved. Like there's some ways that you treat women that these guys talk back and forth about. And then clearly one is right and one is wrong and it comes around at the end. I think that's resolved. And I think the humor. Spoiler alert. Is that a spoiler? <laughs> uh, I think the humor from all that is really, really funny. Yeah. Um, and their interactions. It's the, great. Just the back and forth with them. I love their two yeah. characters together. Yeah. I think they're, they're really well done. I don't want to um, not give credit to the auxiliary characters here. Um, I think Alexander Ship's character of, uh, she's a nurse. She's clearly a romantic interest for JJ. And me. And you. Uh, <laughs> and, and then JJ's mom, um, yeah. played by Regina Hall, is fantastic as well. She's got it going on. Yeah. It was... Um, I'm, JJ's mom. That works. It's got it going on. Um, no, she was really good. I enjoyed her in this as well. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what we've seen her in recently. I think it was um, If Beale Street Could Talk. Oh, yeah. Is, was she in Oh, that? yeah. Uh, she's been in a bunch of stuff, though. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, oh, yeah, Girls Trip. What's she? Sure. Wait. Or am I thinking of... I'm Our, thinking... I just think the, the name Regina sounds familiar. Regina King. Oh, it's Regina King. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I couldn't really remember. I just knew... Uh, yeah, Regina sounded familiar. But then, yeah, Girls Trip, she was definitely in that, mm-hmm. which was uh, pretty good. Yeah. yeah I what? thought it was great, actually. Girls Trip was good. I didn't see that. I want to watch it. There was there was Girls Trip, and then another movie came out around the exact same time, but it was like with Scarlett Johansson. It was like that movie, but with white people. Oh, no. And it was like, it was bad. It was, which is nice. That was cool to see. Yeah. Um, I was just like, this is, does not work. Yeah. But Girls Trip was great. I think it's up there in terms of like female fronted rom, not rom-coms, but comedies with like bridesmaids. Have you seen Wine Country yet? No. On Netflix? Mm-mm. Movie? Uh, Amy, po- yeah. Movie, Amy Poehler. Um, oh, you'll recognize like half the people. Maya Rudolph's in it. That, whole, a, that whole crew. A bunch of them are in it. And it's all about like a wine trip to Napa. Tina Fey? I don't maybe hmm. but She's either way it's on netflix and i might watch it tonight we'll see yeah you haven't seen it yet not yet okay netflix original looked pretty good nice back to shaft yes 
Uh, I want your overall take. I, I know you've listed a couple of critiques, but yeah, sure. what would you think overall? I, I think overall it's a good – I said this to you before we started recording. It's a movie that I think you could miss in theaters, um, but if you're like me and sometime end up on streaming services, like, I don't know what I want to watch. Um, or you're like perusing the TV at like 10 p.m. in a hotel room and you're like, oh, my gosh, Shaft is just starting. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'd be stoked. Totally. Um, it's not going to make any top lists for me, but I think it was a fun movie to watch. I think the interactions, like you're saying, between JJ and John Middle um, are good. Yeah. I think they're really they work really well together. I'd love to see um, JJ and more stuff. Uh, I need to pull up his name again because I have forgotten it, but I think he's really good. So, Excellent. Yeah, I think it was good as well, man. I liked it for a lot of the same reasons. I I wanted to see this for Samuel L. Jackson and his attitude and yeah. his being Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Like, I love him in things yeah. because he's just, he's Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. He's great. He was perfect to play Shaft in 2000. He's perfect in this. Uh, I think Shaft living in 2019 uh, New York City sure. is hilarious in and of itself because it's like a dinosaur. Yes. In, you know, an Apple store. It just doesn't quite make sense. Right. So that, I mean, and you're going to realize if you see this, that that's a big gist of yeah, this movie. I, do you feel like that worked pretty well? I think it did. And it was that and like, you know, the father issues, yeah. obviously. I think yeah. they pulled it off okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I had many problems with it. I, I mean, there was some like triggery stuff, but like. Sure. It's like you said, depending on what lens you watch this film through. Like, mm-hmm. if you're looking to be offended at just hearing words said out loud, yeah. this isn't the movie for you. Sure. But it happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? That doesn't bother me as much as it might bother somebody else. And it's right. it's all about, like, the intent and the end result and, yeah. you know, the progress. And I think it was... Like at one point, John Jr. says, Dad, please don't use the N-word. And it, it yeah. was so subtle and it wasn't ever addressed, no, it but wasn't. it was like... Okay, that's sweet and adorable and like yeah. true. Like, he and I just, think it's important too that he didn't push back. Yeah, he wasn't like you're just a little, you're just a little millennial kid. He's yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, because he did call him a millennial a bunch of that, times. It's and like, like that's a huge part of this movie. He's like the old school versus the new school, and like you're just a square little nerd, and this yeah. is how you treat women, and this is you shoot people, like this mm. is how you get stuff done. Men don't apologize, basically. And it's like, all right, but I loved what that when John Junior like pressed back with like a real totally. heart, heartfelt issue there was no pushback and it was yeah it was tastefully done so i mean this movie could be triggering like in that regard but like i said it's just whatever i went to watch mm. the movie but uh, i loved it because you got all of that swagger of samuel l he's jackson that cool. you want he's cool dude. shaft is a cool character like he's one bad mother yeah <laughs> shut your mouth um talking about shaft yeah so it's great man i i, I enjoyed it I had a a fun time watching it. You know what I mean? It's one of those movies where like I'm having fun. Yeah. Uh, I think it fell victim to the simple action movie uh, diving too deep into a complicated plot. See, that got me a little bit. I was like, okay, yeah. but he's then, but then he's and he's double crossing. Yes. He, I'm just at one point. I just checked out of the story because it was just getting a little convoluted and I would, confusing. I would guess that it still worked for you though. Yeah, it Even, did. Like you don't really have to follow it. Like no, like there's it. it it breaks down to the bad guys and the good guys. Pretty much. And like you always kind of knew the bad guys were the bad guys. Yes. They just didn't know it, but you knew it. Yeah. So it's it's whatever. There, there's one scene in particular where it's like, actually there's a couple now that I think about it, but um, the one that I'm thinking of is like there's a conversation that happens outside of a bar. Should we save this for the danger zone? I don't think so. Okay. Um, outside of a bar and then the camera lingers on one of the characters and the music changes. Okay. And like it's such a obvious like, 
oh, something's going on. Yeah. And that same shot happens later with a guy that's like, good guy. And you're like, wait, is he though? Um, so I think you can check out of like all kind of the, the twists and turns. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, just let this movie come at you. Yeah. And you, you can still have them. Cause I, like I said, I think it's a vessel for the characters to act and the, the actors to act and the characters to do their thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can just be like, Oh, crazy plot twist. I don't even know what's happening, but yeah. it works. Yeah. And I think that's fine. Cause this movies, I think ultimately, um, about the relationships and about the humor. Yeah. The humor and the attitude and the vibe and the cool cars. And it's yeah. just, I think it did what it was trying to do pretty well. Pretty well. Yep. Yeah. I, I think like where this movie does falter, um, tonally, is more along the lines of like some of the the slower, sadder kind of beats. Like there's, uh, I won't spoil it now, but like there's a couple moments where it like tries to get sad and it doesn't yeah. really, like there's not enough established to make yeah. us as the audience sad, nor do I think the characters portray it enough or do we spend enough time like, are we sad? Or we moved on pretty quickly. So you're saying Shaft had shallow writing? Yeah, not even shallow writing, but like the parts that were supposed to be taken seriously, I feel like they didn't dwell on enough. Like you could have almost just gone a different route and saved and you put in more jokes because that was great. writing. I guess when they don't invest enough and go deep enough but into the characters, not for the movie as a whole, just just that. I don't think emotionally Shaft has shallow writing. Just those scenes were shallowly written. There you go. You know. So yeah, those so are my was, initial thoughts. So yes, there was shallow writing in certain scenes. Yeah, yeah, but not overall. No. Overall, this is good. I, I would agree with that. Not shallow, not deep, but you know, a nice wading pool. <laughs> just a nice <laughs> kind of. I'd say it's about knee deep. Oh, I was gonna go waste. Waste. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, waste uh, for me might be knee deep for you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, fair enough. It's fine. It was good, man. Are you ready to rate it? <laughs> yeah, I super am. Uh, but you should go first because you look great today. Okay, just give me what you got. Well, thanks, man. It's my cutoff jean shorts, isn't it? I actually have never seen you wear those. I noticed. I was like, what's different about you? You're pretty... wearing your barefoot too right now. Yep. Which I've also never seen. You look like a hobbit. I'm going full native, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You stay a lot cooler if you're barefoot. Yes, you do. Though it is a myth that you release more heat from your feet that's not true no but like if you have no hat and no shoes on you'll stay cooler that's true it's just a fact same with no pants yeah if we were both just naked, naked we'd just be so cool shaft <laughs> <laughs> okay what do you rate this out of 10 my friend out of 10 this was a 6.9 okay fair enough uh yeah okay i'm gonna give it a six i'm giving the shaft a 69 yeah You've really, you're really uh, milking that one. Oh, so, I'm so great about that. Uh, lactose intolerant, though, so you know, which is going to be rough for this next beer once we get there. But That's okay, 6.9 for you. I'm going to give it a six, just even. I think it was good. I'd watch it again if it were on. I'm not going to seek it out probably. This is like uh, on that level of like um, the Fast and the Furious 37, or like yeah. Like part uh, of I'd give it more credit than that. I, yeah, but you still you're putting it on to be entertained and not really like invest a lot. Like you said, you could completely check out of the story mm -hmm. and still be fine with it. Yeah, that's a good point. That's what those movies do for me. It's just an action. I movie. guess I just hate those movies. Like I know people like them. It's just yeah. I don't like the car thing. It doesn't really do it for me. I love car chases. Yeah, so that's the difference. That was my favorite part of John Wick too. Was the, the car chase uh, at the right. very beginning? I don't remember the car chase. So, so that's, there you go. There's, there's the case. Different lenses, bro. Yeah, but I, I do think yeah, this is kind of in the same vein. If you're if you like um, this kind of humor and you like gunplay and like suave detective stuff, cool. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah, and it's definitely not the center piece of this review at all. But it's always dope to see a black lead cast for sure. Like that's awesome. Yeah, and it's not gonna. I just think it's worth saying. Like, that's yeah, cool, man. It's also worth saying, like, like we kind of glazed over, like, this is a third, and there's been, like, mini movies, I think. I, I was kind of looking on the Wikipedia. In and, the 70s and stuff? Yeah, like, they had, there was one. <laughs> I'm going to pull it up real quick. I think it was Shaft like, in Shaft Africa. Shaft in Africa. There was Night. Shaft's big score. Uh, there was apparently a bunch of Shaft movies back in the day. 
Yeah. Um, but anyways, the, the big ones, I guess, are, are the ones that we said, the 71, the 2000 and the 19. Um, and I think it's a lot to say, like we get, we get reboots all the time. And most of the time they're, I'm going to say most of the time they're garbage. Like they're, they're way worse than the originals. And I think though I have not seen the originals, but I'm aware of sort of like the, the, uh, the, the, um, cultural significance maybe, um, of like, uh, particularly in like the seventies, like the black exploitation film genre in general, mm-hmm. like to, to revive that now and not totally destroy it, I think is pretty cool. I agree. Yeah, yeah it was good. Yes. So six from you, a 6.9 from me. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah. Put the shaft to rest for a moment. Indeed. We're going to take a break as well. And when we come back, we're going to dive into our second beer. It's got milk in it. It's called Fudge Me Very Hard. It's called Fudge Me Berry Hard. Fudge Me Berry Hard. Uh, Johnny can't really drink a lot of uh, lactose unless he takes special lactose pills. Which I didn't bring, so. So I'll be drinking most of this beer, um, but not most importantly, but additionally, when we talk about this movie again, it'll be with spoilers. So consider this your final warning. That's right. We'll be back in a minute. Don't go anywhere. You were saying you would put money on the fact that this beer is going to be flat, you said, as a pancake. Now, we're dealing with a stout by the looks of it. So Incorrect. Damn it. Porter. Oh, okay. Well, as a pancake could be a really good description, but I think in this case, you're saying carbonation-wise... No bueno. I, I'm guessing the can had a little skish to it. What's a skish? A little, a little a squishy. It's a little skishy. Skishy. Sure. We'll see though. That's funny. That happened to a crowler that I had the other day from twenty twenty one a, and uh, well, you're pouring it, and it's not. I'm gonna say it's not flat. That looks okay to me. Although you did pour it pretty straight in. Yeah, we'll see. In any case, we're talking about Fudge Me Berry Hard. It's a beer from River Bend Brewing, and it's an imperial milk porter with raspberries. Cacao nibs and vanilla. It's 8%. It's from Bend, Oregon. And it's got 45 IBUs, which I find surprising. But maybe I would equate that to the raspberries. Oh, wow. Okay, what you got? That is a mouthful. There's a lot going on. Okay. Very heavy on the raspberry. Very heavy, which is, I'm enjoying that. Can you get IBUs from, because it's just bitterness, and raspberries lend bitterness. So that's probably it, right? 45 is not low. Maybe. And I'd be used. And it, if you're saying the raspberries are jumping out, I'm wondering if it's like a bitterness from the raspberries or just like a sweetness no, or both. More like a flavor. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's that's different, man. Are you into it? I can't tell. You're being so uh, ambivalent. Yeah, kind of. Mm. I mean, you're saying words, but they're not really one way or the other. You're just like, that's interesting. Yeah. So we're dealing with raspberries, cocoa nibs, and vanilla, and a milk porter. So you're going to, you're expecting, I don't get. A little vanilla, but not much. I was gonna at say all. milk. It's not that creamy. No, although it's not. It's not thin either. So maybe maybe that's given some of that. Yeah, uh, the raspberries really show through. The cocoa nibs yes. a little bit. The vanilla, I would say least. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, yes. Did you mention the ABV? Yeah, the IBUs. Uh, yep. All that eight percent. Okay. Um, this beer is kind of confusing. I I think. We should shout out the label also, kind of harkening back to the Instagram thing. You showed me the picture that will be for this beer. I think it's a great picture. It's pretty cool. Because the can is pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, it's very it's very in your face. It's very like, I'm about to make a statement. This can's like a 9-2. Yeah. And I don't think that the beer is making quite as big of a statement as the can would lead you to believe. Correct. Um, though I will say that as the name goes, everything is in white except the word berry. Mm-hmm. Which probably is not telling us that the berry is the strongest element. But coincidentally, or not, I think it is. Yeah. Um, 
That's the grossest sniff. I just don't like, yeah, I'm not going to do it again. Um, I, so it's good. That's my thought. First of all, it's good. I like it. I think I'm right in that same boat with you. The vanilla is not super present, but yeah. there is a thickness that I'm going to say is from maybe milk being added. Yeah. Um, or lactose or whatever it might be. Um, it's also not terribly flat, but I would, I would say that it is a little bit flatter than it probably should be. Yeah. I would also say it's a little bit colder than it probably should be at the well, moment. Probably. Yeah. Hmm. Very mixed feelings about this beer. It comes off a wee bit too tangy. Yeah, you can get a little bit of that. I want some of the, you know, the the sharp tang of the raspberry to to meld with the cocoa and the vanilla to kind of level that out and have kind of a like a chocolate covered cherry type vibe almost. That seems to be what they're kind of advertising. Sure, you know, because you think vanilla, cocoa, raspberry, and that's going to be like a creamy. Subtle, yeah, decadent, sort decadent, of, yeah. subtly tart. Um, this one's just kind of is just all up front with the raspberry. Like, like they used a raspberry preserve instead of a raspberry jam. Oh, I don't know, man. I get. I mean, I get raspberry for sure, and I think that's actually the distinction between a raspberry and a cherry, particularly in the context of a beer like this. Like you have, you have a cherry which is very round and sweet, but a raspberry is supposed to be tangy and like kind of bitey and tart. Um, and I think to not have that front and center would be a mistake. No, I said you all you get is raspberry. I said the raspberry is right up front. Yeah, and I think that's a, that's a pro. I would like what you're saying. Like I'd like some more vanilla. I think there's enough chocolate here to make me happy. I think the chocolate's fine. I think the vanilla would have added a level of of creaminess, maybe yeah. even more so than the milk. Uh, and like that subtle sweetness that you get from like a vanilla finish that's, would be really great with right. this. Right. See, I'm actually almost thinking that with with the milk. The, is it milk, you think, or is it lactose? No, it's lactose. It's lactose. Um, I don't know how you do it with milk. Um, so the lactose lends that sweetness already, plus the chocolate. I almost think that if the vanilla were... Do you get vanilla at all? No. I can't tell if I'm getting it or if it's just that lactose, but I think too much vanilla would would push this over the edge to too, too creamy and too sweet. I think it could balance it out. Yeah, like maybe it's, it's just personal preference, I suppose. But yeah, I think it might take the edge off that tang. See, I like the edge. I like that tang. Yeah? Yeah, I'm into that. Cause I, but I don't love, um, like chocolate is not my thing. Um, particularly like chocolate covered fruit. I think most of the time it just becomes too sweet. Okay. So to have kind of this bite is really nice for me. Um, and I think if you're of that sort of persuasion where, where you're like chocolate covered raspberries or chocolate covered strawberries is like, uh, I don't know. It can be good if they're cold, but if they're not, and just like here, dip this strawberry in chocolate and eat it. It's like, I don't, ugh, I don't know. Not for me. Yeah. But this is great. I've never had chocolate dipped raspberry, but I could imagine if this is close, I might enjoy it. See, I compare this beer immediately to a beer called Jam the Radar okay. from Bottle Logic. Okay. It's like one of my all-time favorite beers. Also a raspberry? Yeah. It's a raspberry stout with cacao. Okay. So very similar, yeah. pretty much just minus the lactose and the vanilla. But you think it maybe does it better than this? One of the best beers I've ever had in my life. Really? 100%. When was the last time you had it? Oh, it's, I've only ever had about two ounces of it and it was at a bottle share. Mm -hmm. I think it was at CB4 when Kevin did the party at the uh, Silver Dollar Fairgrounds. Oh, I didn't go to that. I haven't been to it's, almost any of them. That's, it's, it's yeah. fine. Whatever. <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah. You're working on the weekend. Sure. So this, that beer, like I was half in the bag when I tried that and it still stands out. Really? like, yeah, I was smelling my glass for like 20 minutes after well, that. Uh, mo you think? If you had to say mostly balanced or mostly raspberry, mostly chocolate with just, a hint of raspberry. It was like, um, you ever had those little square desserts? I think they're called pedophores. 
I've had a petty for you. Yeah. It's, it reminded me of a raspberry chocolate pedophore. Okay. And it just melded the flavors. The flavors? I love flavors. Uh, excuse me. Yep. I was trying to suppress a burp. Yep. And, and the word flavors. And the word flavors <laughs> came out. Yeah, it, it melded the flavors in such this seamless way that like all other raspberry dark beers were ruined for me. Wow. Like I knew it. Like that was the one. Uh, huge shout out to Philip James, who just gave me a bottle. Nice, dude. Yeah, because he's a cool Wait, sorry, guy. just now gave, like, gave, or that was the bottle? Uh, no, he gave me a bottle a couple weeks ago. You have a bottle of this? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, we were just shooting the shit at the goose. We're in R. the R. danger zone, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we were shooting the shit at the goose, and um, we are just talking about like how we're, neither of us are like trading very much anymore. And yeah. I was like, yeah, we all have that like one beer, though. And yeah, did you did you know that he had it before you said that? I did not. Okay, because that would have been to, such a hand to whatever you believe in. Sure. I did not. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, for me, like really, I would go out of my way to get maybe like double stack because I love it so yeah. much, and then um, jam the radar. I pretty yeah. much was like, that's one that I've never had a whole bottle of that I'd love to have to just open on a special occasion. And he's like, well, I drove down there for the the release. Where is Bottle Logic? Uh, it's in Anaheim, I believe. Dude, I'm going to be in uh, Corona tomorrow. Ooh. What? Yeah. Get I can go to Anaheim. Shit. I'll get one. I mean, you already have one, so. Yeah, I don't know if they have it all the time. That's the thing. Damn but, it. like, it'd be dope to go there and see, like, if they have anything good to go. Totally. You should make, maybe take that podcast card. It's, yeah. Throw it down on the table, son. Yeah, dude. But. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, he um, very generously just gave me a bottle. He's dope. like, I drove down there for the least enough extras. If it means that much to you, you should have one. Well, I have to try it now. Yeah. Whenever you open it, I'm calling a podcast. Uh, I'll say Trump card. What was that, that thing that they face. said in? Um, oh, uh, Malala. Malala. But yeah, that's fine. Beer Lala. Ma- yeah, Beer Lala. That works. Malala is the name of somebody who uh, is. I don't know the full story. That's Can't Mufasa. Remember. Ah, shoot. Yeah, I was gonna say trampled by wildebeest, and I was like, wait, really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but okay. Yeah. Beer Mala. Beer Lala. Beer Lala. Beer Lala. Definitely. No, that's gonna be one of those ones where I share with like three people maybe uh at our event maybe. oh that's way more than three people yeah. i thought you were gonna say with people. yeah no i was thinking like birthday like that'll oh. be like my birthday present to myself your birthday is like next month your business is like three weeks isn't it i don't know I think it's in like a month yeah that 13 12 11 12. you're one of those 12 but yeah so long story short jam the radar oof, is a bold statement it's top three beers i've ever had in my life nice so then i guess the obvious follow-up is where does this land next to that? Yeah, fudge me very hard lands below it. Sure, definitely, but it does not fall out of out of grace. It definitely belongs in the realm of things that are drinkable. I think it is well balanced. If you're in the market for that sharp raspberry flavor that that Max is enjoying, that tartness, the tang that mixes with the like, it's not. Milk chocolate, though. I was expecting milk chocolate. Yeah, you're about to say like a baker's chocolate, right? It's a baker's or a dark chocolate, yeah. which when I saw this was a milk porter, I was kind of just milk and vanilla yeah, and cacao. You're thinking milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. Those three words together make me think it's going to be raspberry and milk chocolate. And it comes across maybe a little too bitter because I, I would like this more if it was more like a raspberry milk chocolate. Instead, it's more of a raspberry and dark chocolate. Both of those things have very strong flavors, and for me, they don't mix well together in this beer. Um, I have a quick idea. Are you open to an idea? Oh, God. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay, so thank you for bearing with me, first of all. I know this is unconventional. We're doing science. We're doing science. So It's science! <laughs> was that just like a, was that out of your butt character that you just did, or was that somebody? Because it was, I've never heard you make that sound. 
ever in my life. Don't worry about it. All right. Just do some science. What I have done is I have gotten uh, a vanilla extract from my kitchen, and we're going to put a drop in each of our glasses, and we're going to see what it does to the beer, because I think um, it's going to make it less enjoyable for me, but more enjoyable for you. That mm. is my theory. Um, you have, why don't you tell us how much beer is in these glasses? I, I would say roughly three ounces, I would say. Maybe two and a half. And I have I'll, to be so delicate. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be off the You need a little second. dropper. He's trying to pour vanilla extract out of a bottle with no way of stopping it. Oh. That was a lot. That was, a lot when it, that was like three or four drops. That was a, a dash. You're going to, okay. I can, if I put that amount in my glass, I should be fine. All right, I'm going to swirl. We're swirling. He's Oh, okay. you go. Well, I got a little bit more. You got a little bit more. They really ought to just put like a little dropper on. Who's who's using? I guess bakers probably use this much. But like, yeah, because you use like a teaspoon that's in a too batch. Much, though. Like, make a smaller hole, I dude. put that in iced coffee sometimes. Sure. You do like iced coffee with almond milk and yeah, then dude. like a couple drops of vanilla. You know how like soy sauce has that um, sort of like stopper sometimes? It's got like a little hole in yeah. the middle. Do that on vanilla extract. For sure. Um, okay, so I'm predicting again. For you specifically, Dude, that smells so much better. Less tartness, a little bit more of that creaminess that is not going to affect your body because it's not any type of lactose creaminess. It's just a vanilla. So the tartness is still there, it is but the it's, vanil- it's definitely better. It's better, definitely okay. better. Interesting. Yeah, you get almost like a birthday cake frosting type vibe with it. Still not as milk chocolatey as I would like, mm-hmm. um, but it, it changes it. I think it adds a sweetness that counteracts the the tangy Dude, tartness. Yeah, for me, man, it's just giving me both now. Now I'm getting like. Like my mouth's confused. It's like there is sweetness, but there's also like they're, they're not playing off of each other. They're just like butting heads. You added that vanilla, and it drew a sharp line in the sand. Yeah, this is a fun experiment, but I think I think it was better before, um, and that was my prediction that you would like it a little bit more. Which are you sticking with? You do like it a little bit just, more, just just ever so slightly. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Not quite such a small margin. I like it less, definitely. Yeah. Which we should have just rated this before we did this, but all right. So rating this upon original tasting yes. and referencing that flavor in your mouth hole, young Maxwell. What do you rate this beer? Uh, nine. Eight. I really like this beer. Whoa! I, I didn't want to show my hand early, but like I've never had. This is point A. I've never had a raspberry type porter or style, like a raspberry chocolate, whatever. I don't think I've ever had that. Um. So my list of comparison is very small. Okay. But I really like this. I think it's a super solid beer. It's Thick for a porter. It's tart. It's tangy. It's not overwhelming, in my opinion, overwhelmingly raspberry. I think there's enough chocolate to back it up. Um, but again, my critique would be like, I want maybe some more creaminess, but not enough to to ruin that tartness. And not as much as I've added to my glass because it is like too, too much fighting. And yeah. If there is more creaminess, I need it not to be vanilla extract. Maybe real vanilla and maybe something that would meld better with the flavors that already exist and not fight them. Perhaps. Uh, what about you? It's confusing. Uh, I really personally do not like the way that the flavors play off of each other before we added the vanilla. Yeah. So, um, you know, this beer feels like it's pretty good for what it is, but it's not doing it for me. Sure. Um, so I'm going to have to give this beer like a like a 5.7. Oh, that's so low. Yeah. That feels like you're in the territory of not liking yeah. this beer. Correct. No. I'm, 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 I'm flirting with it. Okay. I'm tickling not liking it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, that's unfortunate. I guess yeah. it makes sense. At least it's not a beer. At least it's a beer with lactose. Yeah. Well, and that plays a factor sure. too. Like I can't fully enjoy it, so that by itself is like a negative one point five on the Richter scale. Fudge me very hard. River bend out of bend. That is a shockingly high nine for young Maxwell. Yeah, I think so too. I am proud of you for taking a firm stance. Thanks, dude. Good work. Um, but speaking of like playing factors into you not liking it, like. If it if 
like because it has lactose, your brain almost has to be like, I cannot like this thing. Yes. I would say I had this epiphany the other day. Some, you know, when you're like doing a bad job, like you're working a shitty job, but every day you have to wake up and do it. So in your brain, you're like, that's not that bad. And then the moment you have a new job, you're like, God, that sucked. I can't believe I did that for as long or like anything. Basically, I've had that moment. Um, it occurred to me that my brain probably does that. Like I, I'm always the guy that's like, I love driving. I love taking road trips. I love because I drive a lot. Yeah. And in my brain, I just like justify, but maybe I don't like driving at all. Maybe I don't even like playing music. <laughs> I just oh, do God. it. And it's like, that's what I have to do to survive. Um, all this to say, I'm trying to se- segue into uh, Hot and Bothered. Are you having a, a live on air existential crisis? Yeah, I think so. No, I mean, this weekend was really busy for me. So I'm going to start off. I do have um, a hot and a bothered if, if you would indulge me. Okay. I drove a lot this weekend. Bothered. I had two. This is bothered. I had two weddings. Um, one was in Hopland, California. One That's was illegal. In, you can't get married more than once. I do what I want. How uh, many wives do you have, yeah, Max? Uh, Seventy thousand. Um, you know, in the uh, in the Mormon Church, they did. Um, they, uh, what's the phrase? They, they're like you can't be, like polygamy is not really a thing anymore mm. legally. Okay, but it is in the church. You can, and what it's called being bound to somebody. Mm. Like like a, and only men. The Mormons are only women can be bound to men. Okay. Like men can have multiple women bound to them. Mm. And the idea is like, they will all go to the same place when they die, like the same planet. Like I, I'm not super familiar, but like in Mormonism, Mormon in the church of Latter-day Saints, like you can like become like a planet. They sound like they're holding hands with Scientology boy. Like, Oh, maybe I'm thinking Scientology. Uh, either way, there's some some crazy shit. Um, but the idea is like women can be bound to you. Okay. And then they will not, as far as I know, uh, annul that. Like Hmm. once you're bound, it's for eternity. So like you're, you're 14. Well, this guy who your parents is like, he's good. You're that's forever. And if you believe that that's your whole existence forever. And this is why you don't like driving. Uh, I'm trying to remember how this related to that now. Oh, uh, Oh, uh, no. How many wives do you have? Sure. Yeah. Uh, but I did have two weddings this weekend, not my own weddings. Okay, good. One in Hopland, one in Sacramento. And the one in Sacramento in particular, it had two locations. The ceremony was at the the capital state, the state capital Rose Garden, um, like right downtown there. And then the reception was like three blocks down at a restaurant. And I underestimated the workload. So I had a setup for the ceremony. I was going to set up at the restaurant beforehand. They were not open. They wouldn't let me do it in their private room. So I was like, I guess I'll just do it after the ceremony. And I was just like hustling and I was running late and I sweated through my suit basically because it's a hundred and something degrees out. Yeah. Um, the upside and I will throw, well, let me finish the bothered part. I guess it was a long, long weekend. I got home that night. Um, I had invited, uh, previously mentioned on today's episode, Rob, my drummer over, um, he brought his roommate, Will, and we drank beers that I got at field work all night till about 3 AM. I was exhausted. So exhausted that I went to like take off my shoes in my room. I sat down on the edge of my bed and then I woke up at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> I was nice. that tired. I took off my shoes. I finally got undressed properly so I wasn't so hot um, and woke up at noon. It was a long, long weekend. We had a new fridge put in. The house was kind of a mess from that and I was just beat. Um, the upside was that my venue on Saturday was literally across the street from field work. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Right. So after the gig, I like packed up, loaded the car, the dudes and the, there's like a valet on that block. They just valet for the whole block. It's pretty cool. All right. Um, I was like, listen, my guys, I would love my car back because I had valeted, but I need to go into field work and grab a couple of beers because I told my fiance I'd bring some home. Incidentally, she didn't get any, but whatever. Neither did I. No. There is one crawler left. 
for what it's worth. Yeah, just she's gonna get that over me. It's a. It, I don't think she wants it. It's like a brown ale. I, I just didn't think it would be awesome for the show. It's fine. I love brown ale. Yeah, it is. It's my favorite what, style. What? Oh, but you don't want to do it on the show. That's cool. No, I'll drink it with nah, you. That's whatever. The valet gay was like. <laughs> The valet gay, the valet guy was like, all right, dude, here's the thing. Here's what you can do. You can load up your van, leave it in this loading zone where we let nobody park, go in a field where get your beers. And I was like, okay, like how long is too long? He's like, honestly, man, take your time as long as you need. I was like, that's so dope. So I went and I had a, a, like a three beer flight uh, and then took like four crawlers to go. And it was great. And I drove home, had that night, drank a bunch of beers, was pretty tired, but whatever survived. It was a good weekend. But I have decided if I have a wedding with multiple locations, I'm going to hire on an assistant to help me do stuff. I want to help. I could train you. I, can, I doubt that. Well, you might have time. Yeah. Maybe. You never know. If You'd it works to, out. Do you like driving? <laughs> or do you, you know, think you like driving? I do it a lot. Perfect. Yeah. What about you, man? What's got you hot or bothered? Oh, let's see. You know, there's not much to be bothered about in my universe, which is nice, mm-hmm. except just the ridiculous heat. Sure. Uh, I was very busy this last weekend with Father's Day. That's kind of part of my hot Spend time with my father and my father-in-law, so those were both good things. Right. Yeah, that was. Is good. this the first Father's Day with both fathers around? Um, on the same day, like in the same place. The we didn't do it at the same time. I oh, took okay. my dad out for dinner Friday night, and then we hung out with her dad. Gotcha. At a later time and barbecued and stuff, but it was good. It was fun. It was nice catching up with both of them. So that was definitely a worthwhile way to spend the weekend. Good, man. Uh, and also, in addition to that, I am pretty hot that my parents have been able to retire somewhat well. They're embarking on a four-month yeah, they're on a four-month tour of the Pacific Northwest, all the way up to the Canadian border. Nice, starting in like a week. A four-month tour. Yeah, is that inc- that's there and back? Obviously, they're like, yeah, we're just going to take off for like four months. Do they just like camp, like camp? I guess like in RV parks. Yeah, they're members of this uh, group called like Thousand Trails, I believe it's called. Awesome. Uh, where you basically pay per month or per year. Uh, and you have access to campgrounds. Like just for free. And you can stay at any one of them for like a week at a time. Nice, dude. And you can just bounce this around. Is part of your membership. Yeah. That's cool. That's what you're paying for. Nice. It's got to be expensive. No, it's not that bad. Huh? Surprisingly, huh? they keep it affordable so people on fixed incomes, yeah, retirees can, can do it. So it's it's a really good thing for them. You know, and we didn't come from a lot. There wasn't a lot of money flying around the house growing up. Sure. So it does my heart good to see my dad being able to retire yeah. and being virile enough to take off for four months and drive all over the Western Pacific part yeah. of the country. Your parents are great. Yeah. They seem like they get along really well. They do. From the times I've only hung out with them like two or three times, but yeah, they're pretty cool, man. Yeah. I want to be like them when I get old. You've so. got to be like to drive around that much. Like you better get along. Living in a tiny little box. Yeah. 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 But, uh, so yeah, I'm really stoked on that, that they're able to go and do that. And they're like, we're going to be back in two months, but probably more like four. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, make it four. Just go Just, do it. I'm yeah, like, why, why not four? Yeah. Tell me why right. not. Give me a good reason why you should come back. Yeah. So good for them. So that's yeah. got me really happy. Nice, dude. Yeah. Well, good. It's Sounds, encouraging. Yeah. And yeah ending this on a positive note. I love it. Like, man. Yeah. My dad worked a lot. Traveled a lot. We're graveyards most of my childhood. Yep. I saw him for like two hours a day. But Shit. you know what? He's retiring and he worked hard for a long time and he deserves yeah. everything coming to him. Love it. So happy work, Father's Day to everybody. Happy Father's out there. Day. Work hard and you can make shit happen. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Um, okay. Before we get back to this film, I yes. want to give a quick shout out to friend of the show, uh, patron, friend in general, Brian Massa. Today is his birthday. You know Brian. Yeah, I know that guy. Uh happy birthday, dude. 
Um, it's been kind of a crazy day. I wanted to hang out with you. I'm actually texting you at this moment, uh, not during the recording, but uh, hopefully maybe I get a chance to see you. I'm not sure. But if I don't, happy birthday. If I don't see you uh, before the next time we record or whatever, consider this a happy birthday. Happy birthday. And thanks for being great. Yeah. You all right. Okay. All right. So, Shaft. Shaft. Spoilers. What do you want to talk about? You know, there's not much, man. Like, I don't think we have a whole lot to touch on other than the reviews we talked about. I know you had some critiques you wanted to get into. I think I mostly covered it. Yeah. It was I mean, just like Brothers, watching Brothers thing got old really fast for me. Yeah. It felt like a really dated joke. Yeah. I don't know. Um, We should talk about Richard Roundtree a little bit. Yeah. He was his... in it. The original Shaft. Yes. Um, He is obviously the, the grandpa of Junior, JJ. Yep. Um, And they kind of all end up going to, the, I, I don't know. That whole thing worked pretty well. It was nice to kind of see the like the um, evolutionary chart of, yeah. of the three of them. Um, I think like the scenes where they're like walking in slow mo worked pretty well. They're pretty cool. Um, Plus yeah. they all had they all dressed the same. When they wore those jackets, it's like okay, that's tight. I was like, all right, guys. So there's a scene where the the dude that um, Regina Hall right is on a date with. Yes, and he like starts talking about Shaft. He's like, it seems like he's a bad mother. And then he gets cut off. Is that the thing that is said about Shaft? He's a bad motherfucker. Is that like the thing? That's in the song. They were like the original theme theme song. Yeah, but they don't say it, right? He's one bad mother. Shut Shut your mouth. mouth. I'm talking about Shaft. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just wasn't sure because everybody in my theater laughed. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. No, that's just a a shout out to the original. I believe it's Isaac Hayes song. Might be Barry White. Oh, one it of sounds the, like very white. Now pretty, that we say it might have been Isaac Hayes. I don't know, we should pull that up and listen okay. to it later. Yeah, now. Okay, sure. whatever. I guess I'll just look up who did it. But. Yeah, but anyways, that was a shout out to that. So, and that was great. That scene with her, like on the date with kind of like the awkward dude in the suit. That was so weird, dude. I, it made me uncomfortable. Like just trying to be in her. She was like, "Okie dokie," <laughs> like didn't like, get. Did it, you just say "Okie dokie"? Yeah, she didn't even register. She's like, "What did you say?" Mm-hmm. Um, Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes. Shaft. Um. Yeah, I don't, it's like a lot of this movie works. I think a lot of the action works. Some of it does not work for me, but that's the nature of the game, I think, here. Yeah, I would have enjoyed it a lot more without a trailer. Yeah, that's, I think that's a pretty safe yeah, bet. They, they ruined a lot for me. But other than that, it was a fun time, man. It was a good popcorn movie. It was a good, yeah. entertaining, funny. I'll watch it again. I won't buy it, but like I'll stream it. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to talk about specifically uh, in the movie, like scenes or anything, but... Know that there is, yeah. If it's not jumping out, man, and you just saw it, so yeah, you right. would remember. Um, yeah, no, I think I'm probably good, dude. Uh, it seems like a short, short spoiler talk, but well, I guess maybe that's I not. mean, this movie's not like you know super complex, yeah, that's true. There's not a lot of spoilers. The good no. guys won, guys. What I did kind of feel burnt out on like the damsel in distress thing that they brought into play at the end, a little. I was like, okay, she fought she, back, she though. fought back, like that's cool. I guess that. I was trying to, while I was watching, I was like, how else could they have done this? Like, if they wanted to have these three dudes go in to save somebody, it was either her or his mom. Mm-hmm. I actually think the mom would have worked a little, well, I don't know. Yeah. If they made it the mom, it would have been more about Samuel L. Jackson's it totally character. Yeah. And, like, I've already seen enough of his, like, kind of womanizing sort of stuff. It was nice to see kind of J.J. bring that level of um, awareness in terms of, like, um, uh, you know, the way he interacts with women in this case yeah and like bring that to like sort of the suave detective thing and combine mm-hmm. those two worlds yeah. so i think it worked pretty well um i think this movie's set up for a pretty cool sequel 
So do you think the sequel will be still about JJ or do you think they're going to do another? Man, I can't really do another. I'd like to see a movie about JJ as the main character. I wonder if people in like 1976 were like, man, I'm so stoked for Shaft goes to Africa. (laughs) And I feel like I've never heard of that, obviously. So like maybe it was garbage. Yeah, we should see if we can pull up a trailer for that later. That would be fun to watch. Yeah. If we do find a trailer, uh, Johnny will put it on our Twitter. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I think we're there, dog. Okay. I have a couple last things to say. Okay. Uh, Please, if you haven't yet or for whatever reason I've forgotten, please rate and review us wherever you listen. Apple Podcasts is a big one. Even like one review helps it show up in front of more people's eyes. And they look like beer podcasts or movie, whatever it is. Helps new people find the show. Um, go see Johnny at New Earth, Yuba City, uh, Wednesday this week, Wednesday the 20, no. 19th. That's today. No, it's not. Today's the 17th. They're yep. big gay. Good call. Yep. Um, come see me at Sierra Nevada Hopyard yep. or LaSalle's on Saturday the 22nd. Yep. Um, also, yep. oh, I should have said this at the beginning. If we have any listeners, friends of the show in San Francisco, I'm going to be there next Tuesday night to see Coheed play at the Masonic. Give us a date. Uh, the 25th. Okay. So come out and hang out with me in San Francisco. Love it. Um, okay. I'm going to just close it out the way that I should be closing it out that my sister called me out on. So that's Johnny Summers. I'm Max Minardi. Find us on Patreon. Please. On Instagram, Twitter, yes. all that stuff. Share us, love us, rate us. Review us, and most importantly, just keep loving us. The show would not be possible without Bailey Minardi. This is Fresh Hop Cinema.